Hey, do you hear that sound? I don't know what it is. Just kidding. Hey, it's Scott from Nerdcyclopedia. Hey, that's ice. And if you've got a drink that doesn't have any ice in it, go f*** yourself. But if you'd want some ice on your drink, maybe you ought to call Louis Niebergall Ice Company. That's a company that can give you some ice. If you want to get some ice from them, you can buy it at any of your local retailers, or you can go to 4409 Oaf Street, and that's spelled E-O-F-F, -F, spelled like how an oaf might spell oaf. And that's in Wheeling, West Virginia. That's in South Wheeling. We're calling the 304-230-737 and place your order. Not only can they make bags of tube ice, which is what you guys call ice cubes, in the, in the, the business they call it tube ice for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe probably because how it's made. They're, they're, they make them in tubes and cut them. Anyway, neither, that's neither here nor there. Or you can even get blocks of ice. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I really love to have 300 pounds of ice in one block. These guys got them. Make them in things they call cans and then they score them and try to chop. Anyway, hey, call these guys up, tell them the nerd sent you, and they'll hook you up with some ice at really good prices from, from what I hear. So, who's Nebergall Ice Company? Give them a call today. going on here Woo! we got the, the the nerd cyclopedia podcast oh it's still here still it's here still, yes we are still around and we probably got like what four listeners now i heard uh, we have at least two i know at, of two at least two. Oh man solid listeners okay <laughs> so we need to get this show on the road people yep. we're slowly getting ourselves together and everything so we're, we're definitely going to get that website up and uh running like you know um like how it's supposed to be, you know, right. so you guys can really communicate with us like I should be. <laughs> that way you can yell at us when we're wrong and stuff. So we're right. looking forward to that. We want to have this big delay, you know. Right. Or other stuff, you know. I'm like, hey, remember in episode A? And I'm like, dude, that was like two months ago. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You don't, have to, you don't have to hashtag us all the time now. You That's know? right. That's what we need. And thanks, Crazy Man, for the sweet intro. We always appreciate the craziest man. Yeah, yeah. I heard you're going to be at the um the Wizard World Comic Con this weekend in Cleveland. I'll check that out. Well, by the time we get this podcast out, it may already. <laughs> That's right. You know, right. but if you, if you gotta go to Cleveland, seeing Crazy Man's a good, re good enough reason, I guess. Yeah, you gotta spend some time up there. All right. So this week we got the letter G. 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 <laughs> All right, so what we got for G this week, Scott? Oh, well, you know what? We we we're already on it. We haven't even introduced ourselves. Oh I'm, no, I'm Sam. I'm Scott. And this is Nerdcyclopedia Podcast. That's right. We talk about nerdy stuff one letter at a time, just like the old timey encyclopedias your parents may have told you about. Some weird guy would come door to door selling them. <laughs> oh, buy them. Man, I, I I remember that. My mom. Right before the computer age really boomed, uh, and, you know, AOL actually, you know, got got really really popular. Right. 
she actually ordered us a whole set of like you know encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> she said this will do really good for you guys. Next thing you know, the internet is exploding. Right. We we did the same thing. It's all. It seems like it was always some weird guys like, hey, you guys want to buy some knowledge? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I did. I thought he was gonna try to sell me drugs. I guess. Oh man. It's always that guy. Door to door guy. Selling milk and encyclopedias. <laughs> this milk, man. I've had this milk in the car for a while, though. Maybe you ought to just stick with the encyclopedias. <laughs> or he started out with milk, but had to switch to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm selling. I'm selling yogurt now. It's all good. <laughs> I got my son's their piece of the delivery boys. <laughs> It just runs in the family. We don't do <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. All right. So, this week we're in the G's, as I yes. said before. Yes. As far as G, uh, let's let's start out with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay? So Excellent. That was a um that was a pretty decent movie. Now, mm-hmm. as far as Marvel movies go, and as far as space movies, I'm not a big space movie fan, you know. Yeah. I, I, I like I like Star Wars. That's that's you know a great you know great space odyssey movie. Star Trek, I'm so so on. Battlestar Galactica was really you know good to me. Guardians of the Galaxy, they tried that. That was one of my probably like least favorite Marvel movies besides like the second Thor. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know when I. Uh, it, I, when I sat in the theater and you know seen it, the characters themselves you know have has a really, really not a really popular you know history as far as in the Marvel comics. Right. You had the little squirrel guy named. Um, I think he's a raccoon. I think his yeah. name is Rocket Raccoon. It's Rocket his name. Raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's a squirrel. I mean, I'm just saying. But you know what? Marvel actually did have a squirrel character called <laughs> Squirrel Girl. I think that's what I'm thinking of, Squirrel Girl. No, no, she's not in the Guardians of the Galaxy. We're thinking about Rocket Raccoon. Rocket uh, Raccoon, you had Groot the tree. Yes. He says, I am Groot. And that's um, it. Drax the Destroyer. I like Drax the Destroyer a lot. I thought that was a really, I like that character a lot. A lot. And Gamora. She's a sassy little rebel. It's really hard for me to forgive Zoe Saldana for her Avatar. I'll, I'll be honest about that. Yeah, I think, and she's going back to the well again for that. I, I mean, so. that's a that's a not a it's a it's a well with a lot of money in it. It's not <laughs> it's not I, a dry I, well. I don't know. So I mean, do you really think Avatar when it comes back out is going to make the type of money it did the um the first go round? I we got it. It depends on what it looks like, really, because that's yeah. the only thing. Like the Avatar movie was like a video game with really awesome graphics and terrible gameplay. <laughs> that's what it was like because it was really cool immersive it looked really neat and i remember mm-hmm. i saw it on new year's eve that year and i was like wow okay. this is crazy and awesome it's like right being on acid or something you know right it's right all colorful and uh and then i was like but the story was so bad i remember just being like no one would ever act like that no one would do that ever <laughs> and i'm like shaft mining is the answer to their problems i'm like just dig a shaft down and go over you don't have to cut the tree down <laughs> Well, we got to cut the tree down because we're too stupid to bring shovels and no we're mining. Like, really? <laughs> like, shovels were the solution. Shovels. Yeah, yeah. You know that okay. scene from the beginning of There Will Be Blood where he's, like, digging in the hole? That's basically okay. it. That whole, that's all, that, like, makes the whole plot of this stupid thing, you know, done. All I remember is just blue people running around. I barely remember. I, I know I've seen that movie twice. I've seen, right. 
I seen it in the theaters and then I seen it on TV. And I know I didn't sit through the whole thing on TV because I remember how long it was in the theaters. You know, but that was like around the time. Well, why are we talking about Avatar? We are, I don't know oh, because geez. because we feel passionately about. I feel passionate about Avatar, and let me tell you, I'm just gonna point this out. I was playing, okay. I saw it on like FXM or something. Okay, at work. I think it was just on in the background, uh-huh. and and I'm gonna point this out when when uh, Jake, right? Yeah. When he uh when he That's rides that Sam, like Sam horse. Worthington. Yeah, when, when Sam Worthington rides that like horse thing. Uh-huh. And you know how he, he like it's all USB compatible, so he plugs his USB drive into the horse thing. <laughs> yeah. And then when he's hooking up with Zoe Saldana, mm-hmm. he does the same thing, exactly the same thing. What? Yeah, he plugs his USB stick into her too, and that's not a euphemism. That's pretty legit, literal. <laughs> <laughs> that's literal. my USB stick in. Yeah, he does this. The same thing he did to the horse is what he does to her. So that, that begs a lot of questions. <laughs> I mean, a lot yeah, of James questions. James Cameron, what the heck were you trying to imply there? You know, I I don't know, but uh, I don't um, like I don't like it. Hey, people have USB sticks. <laughs> <laughs> gotta plug that. You gotta keep that USB stick in your own computer. Don't you just go plug <laughs> that thing in every computer. Can't just keep whipping out USB sticks, you know? You're going to pick up something if you keep doing that. You're going to get a virus. Get a virus. Those <laughs> <laughs> oh, things do get passed around. Oh, my goodness. I, I just, I'm still, like, stupefied by how terrible, like, the plot of that movie. And Giovanni Ribisi's like, ah, you know what? We could do this real easy, but I'm not gonna. Like, that was the whole the whole yeah, plot of the movie. Well, that's another G right there. And, he's and so... also, how about that battle was really even? Like, some sort of battle, like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh-huh. really great uh, even pitched battles between natives and more advanced technological societies to really draw on, too. Spoiler, there's not. There aren't. That's not the case. Uh, <laughs> the movie Zulu tells that story pretty well, actually. Well, they're going to make three more. Well, it made it made like $6 billion, so I can't blame them for that. But that doesn't mean I'm going to like shell out any of my guy. Unless it comes out and people are just like, it's amazing. Uh, Maybe yeah, I'll see it. Has it to, has to do leaps and bounds from now and you know until when it does come out because I'm not excited about it. You know, no. it's just interesting seeing the articles that he's going to do. Not one, not two, not three, but four total Avatar movies. <laughs> That's crazy. That's three too many, yeah. honestly. Anyway, so you have Gamora and our legendary leader of the Galactic Guard- you know, Guardians, Star-Lord. 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 And I want to take a minute. Let me ask you a question. What did you know about Chris Pratt before that movie came out? Uh, Parks and Directions. I mean, Parks and Recreation, Parks and Directions, Parks and Recreation. Um, Parks and Recreation. Yeah. He was, me and my um, me and my wife, we loved that show. He was very, very, you know, funny on that show. I really didn't really know the character Star-Lord that much mm-hmm. to really say, okay, well, he's the right fit for that character. Right. But, you know, with him being a funny character, I just knew it was going to be, you know, a quirky, you know, off the – off the hook type movie, especially when you got, you know, those cast of characters put together a raccoon, a mm. tree, you mm. know, an alien. Well, you know, a couple of aliens and, a, um, you know, a human put up, you know, put together in a, a crew. <laughs> right. Well, I like Chris Pat a lot. That was the same as you. I love Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec was like one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. And I, mm-hmm. Andy Dwyer is one of my favorite characters of all time. Right. Uh, so, so it was really awesome to see 
uh, you know, that guy was going to get famous. I think it's interesting that he's now more famous than his wife, but that's not how it was like, you know, like six, seven years ago. Who is he married to? Anna Ferris. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's his, okay. That's his wife. Um, yeah, they have yeah. like a couple, at least one kid. Yeah, she's, she, now uh, she's on a sitcom and he's doing these like $500 million movies. <laughs> she, she, she was on that Playboy Bunny movie, right? Yeah, she was in that and she was in the scary movies. Ah, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, right. okay. Now she's on Mom. Well, that's that's how it happens sometimes. I mean, she had her popularity at um, some point, and, you know, he got that gig with the Parks and Rec, and, you know, his career just took off from there. You know? well, he was also in, um, isn't that Osama Bin Laden movie, I think? He was in... Uh, the Hurt Locker? No. <laughs> no, the other one. The other one? <laughs> the one where they went after him and got him. Oh, I, I can't remember that. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that. Fair um, enough. He's a star in Jurassic World. Yes, he was in Jurassic World as well. And he was in the Lego movie. So this guy's in like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's, he's like it was in the three biggest movies of the last two years or something crazy. Yeah, like star yeah, Wars. His, his career, you know, really boomed. So as far as Guardians of the Galaxy is concerned, though, right. it's, it's a decent movie. It's, a, it's not one of my favorite characters, you know, as far as teams and everything. But mm-hmm. as far as the movie itself, it was it was decent. It made my interest in the characters grow. Not mm-hmm. enough to actually go out and buy their books. <laughs> but um, um, I was happy to see something different in a Marvel movie than just your, you know, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, and, you know, um, Captain America. Just something different all set in the same universe. Well, I thought I thought that movie was really funny. I thought it was really different, and I really, I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. It's one of my – I actually prefer it to say um, – hmm. Maybe the second Avengers, which I was sort of lukewarm about, to be honest with you. Okay. Second Avengers, like, meh, you know, okay. Because I, th- I think it struck the right sort of tone, right? Uh-huh. I-, I think that tone, that tone's a very enjoyable tone. I think it's a mm-hmm. tone that's very similar to what Deadpool did recently. Right. Uh, maybe not as brash. Deadpool's more brash um, and more directly, you know, uh, against comic tropes. But Guardians of the Galaxy, was, as I think, had a lot of that sort of humor in it. Right. Had a lot of really interesting... Um, a lot of really funny jokes. I mean, yeah. just I think anytime you get someone like, I, I just think that any interaction between the Star Lord and Drax in the prison was amazing. And and, well, and of Drax, course, Drax was really funny. <laughs> oh, why would I put my finger on her throat? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> His reaction to a lot of the stuff that was going on around him, you know, he was just so literal. I mean, literal. Yeah. He was so literal in his, um, you know, his reactions. It, it just made that made, made that character really funny. But um, right. as far as the movie itself, I mean, as I, I mean, like I said, I, I liked it, but it was like probably one of my least favorites because I didn't really like the characters. I wasn't really familiar with the characters, uh, you know, per se. But just as a movie itself, it was decent. Oh well, you know. I- <laughs> Funny thing, I saw this movie by myself, you know, because I was okay. like, I'm just going to go on like, a, I think I had Thursday's off or something. It's like, ah, it's like Thursday at one, I'm bored, I'm going to go see the Guardians of the Galaxy because no one else I know wants to see it with me. The wife didn't uh, venture out with you? She did not care about this movie. <laughs> uh, so, so I went and I was sitting like, you know, I got there pretty early because I didn't have anything else to do. You know, I was just like, oh, whatever, I'll just go. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting up in the, um, <laughs> I'm sitting up in the top, like. Like in the middle, like a really good seat. So these two like teenage girls walk in. I'm like, first of all, I'm thinking like, why aren't you in school? And second of all, I'm like, that's really a nerdy thing to think right. in general. Like, why? Are you, you should be learning. 
This is ridiculous. <laughs> don't, what are you in a science fiction movie? I don't uh, think so. Uh, so the first one uh, points up, like, I guess starts having a talk, like, where do you want to sit? And the first one points up, like, near me, and the other one looks up at me, <laughs> looks back at the first girl, and just shakes her shakes her wow. head. I was wearing, like, a hoodie and, like, you know, I guess, like, you know, a baseball cap. I don't know. I must have looked weird. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they were just like, nope. Sat way away from me. Oh, man. <laughs> it was waiting for you to pull out your USB card or something. I don't think that's what was going to happen. <laughs> Some weird guys in the show. <laughs> Yo, there's a guy in there. He's by himself. It's 1 o'clock. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. Could you get him out of there? Could you He's get just him watching out of here? The, he's oh. just watching the movie. Like I, like I said. <laughs> Could you get him out of here? <laughs> oh, man. So the actual plot of the movie was pretty decent. You had them going up against a real generic bad guy. What was his name? Can't remember. Lee Pace. <laughs> the, 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 let's, just, let's just call him Lee Pace. Right. <laughs> the villain. The villain uh, of that movie. The villain of that movie. Not really memorable, but a decent actor. I but, thought the villain. Um, I thought he did a good job. Right, I can't remember his name, and I don't care about it. <laughs> but I think he was Cree, wasn't he? Yes. Okay. Yes, and for the over the overarching Marvel universe, that's what the bigger deal is. Is that that's the first uh, introduction of the Cree, mm-hmm. and uh, you can imagine perhaps maybe we'll get some Skrull, and maybe if Fox if Fox lets it happen, maybe some Shi'ar too. Oh man! Okay, you I forgot know. that it was over with. Charles that. Xavier can hook up with that lady with feather hair, because <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Exactly. Look forward, look forward to that. Thanos made a um, brief appearance in that movie. I don't really know why, but he he um he was in there. Well, he's he has his daughters are Gamora and the other bald head. Ah, uh, yes. Girl, the, the girl from um, Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a nice actor. I liked her. They had mm-hmm. she had a um she was on a short lived series called. It was about how she was self absorbed, right? Yeah, it was. It was, it was called like selfie. It was like really. Un- yeah, it was. It, I think it was called selfie. It was like really like not a, <laughs> not imaginative. <laughs> We're just gonna call it. She takes a lot of pictures of herself. What are we gonna call it? That nah, call it selfie. That's what we'll call it. I actually like. Move it. on. <laughs> Move along to the next show. But evidently, a lot of other people didn't, so that's why the show got canceled. <laughs> that's why you it was know. so short-lived. You know. I like I liked her. I thought it was interesting that they like, you know, I guess she's like a nanotech. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um. Stuff. Well, I mean, as far as Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, what else can we say about it? There was the Chaos Emerald, is what I call this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> call them Chaos Emeralds. Oh, what is it? Because of Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I figure that I figure that the Sonic, either Sonic stole it from them or whatever, but it's funny to think of them as Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the whole Infinity Gauntlet thing. I mean, I like the idea and the pitch and everything, but I think their cohesiveness throughout the movies has really been confusing. Like, yeah. you know, it hasn't really been established how much of a threat they really are, even though in the books, I mean, we know those, you know, put them together, they destroy reality. Right. But in the movies, it hasn't really been, especially in like the Avengers, except for Thor in the other Avengers films, it hasn't really been that much of a big deal. Maybe it might change in this Captain America Civil War. Who never knows? I mean, who knows? Well, they got to get, you know, Steve Rogers out of the way, I guess, or whatever, because that's important. Yeah, he has all yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like for, I, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, Civil War, you know, it, 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 
I, I don't know. I feel like I should be more excited for this movie than I am. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with me. Um, Maybe I just need to get my head right. Yeah, that's it. It's 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 a lot coming out this year. I mean, we already went past Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty 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 good. Very funny. Very funny movie about an indestructible person with a bad sense of humor. You know, <laughs> you can't uh, stop him. He's he's not a very good person, <laughs> but he's a very funny person. But yeah, as far as um, Guardians, I mean, I, I put it in the category of a you know a, just like I said, a decent movie. Yeah, I I liked it. I liked it. Uh, not as quite as much as maybe Captain America one, which I we've discussed it. I like that movie more than you did, but we can move on. That's enough about Guardians of the Galaxy and those eight year in the movie. You can take an eight year old too, right? Yep. And now a word from our sponsor. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Oh, I didn't see you there. Hey, it's Scott. Scott from Nerd Encyclopedia. That's the podcast you've been listening to for the last twenty minutes. Anyway, I thought to myself, hey, should we let you just listen to the whole thing without throwing an ad at you? And the answer is no. We should give you an ad. So today, we're here to talk to you about Lewis Niebergall Ice Company. Lewis Niebergall Ice Company is in Wheeling, West Virginia, and they make the finest and high-quality ices. That's right. Have you ever been way too hot? Maybe on a hot summer day, and you're drinking that red-hot poison <laughs> ginger ale or something like that? I don't know. You like weird stuff. That's why I listen to this podcast. Anyway, if you get some ice from Lewis Niebergall Ice Company, you can chill that drink down a little bit. And wouldn't that be best? I mean, for everyone. Not just for your mouth, because who wants a melted tongue because you couldn't be bothered to chill your drink? But for everybody. I mean, have you ever tried throwing really hot water on someone in the shower? They don't even notice. Get some of that Lewis Niebergall Ice Company ice today. Call them to place your order at 304-233-0737. Now, we can get back to the show as soon as I finish this drink. but I'm not. Since we're talking about Deadpool and we're talking about the letter G, I think you know where I'm going here, right? Uh-oh. Green Lantern! Oh, man. We could not do a podcast mm-hmm. in the letter G without talking about Green Lantern. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. And your boy, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, my boy. <laughs> All I can remember about that movie was this big cloud thingy thing, whatever the heck it was, you know, coming over the city. I'm just like, are they really serious about this? And Ryan Reynolds wasn't that bad as Green Lantern. It's just that that the rest of the movie was just not good. The movie itself was just not good. I I just feel like, you know, Green Lantern, and this is going to be my diatribe about the character as well. So just, Uh oh, Green Lantern is a, a superhero whose power is essentially will. You know, he's a Nietzschean superhero, and that's that's what he does. You know, he's got the will to make something happen. He can create objects, force fields, you know, with the ring, do all those things um, with his will. And with, uh, with this movie, they made him stupid. And <laughs> they made him will stupid things. I, I know we've discussed this, but that scene where there's a helicopter crash and he turns it into a car and makes a racetrack instead of just... Making it, picking it up, or right. stopping it in right. midair, is right. one of the dumbest scenes ever committed to film involving superpowers. Well, okay, oh, here, here's a question with yes. Green Lantern: How can you really do a uh, a really good Green Lantern movie when you know, like you said, his powers are controlled by will, 
Yes. But he has to think of different objects and different things to, uh, you know, fight with and not make it look silly and stupid. I think that the idea that, I mean. Ah, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it's that hard because you just have to stop making different random things, right? Okay. Because, like, you know, like if you have, like, you know how if you have telekinesis powers on a comic book, right? Right. They look like something, right? They have, like, an actual visual. But if you do that in a movie, you don't usually. Stuff just moves around. Right. You know what I mean? So you don't have to have a literal page-to-page, frame-to-frame translation like that. You could just have it be a green-like energy that works. And and that's pretty much where you end up with anyway. I mean, you don't have to think of a stupid, like, gun. You don't have to do any of that stuff, man. But that's always been Green Lantern's... That's always been in his, um, you know, character and everything. Or of course, you, like you said, you don't have to do it like that, which will probably be even better in a movies type format. But I mean, if you want to do like a, a good, you know, translation, it's a it has to be a creative way to get that done without look at, without it actually looking, you know, superiorly stupid. They're going to really have a, a tall task with this Green Lantern core coupe movie that's supposed to come out in 2020. Well, I think that these like the Green Lantern is a character that's really cool again because he's a will superhero and he has his powers really aren't are only limited by his ability to will things into existence, right? I mean, he's right. he's essentially what the the a police officer for our side of the universe, right? The sector right. of the universe, and, and and so he's got all these like so basically he can't be stopped. Although I guess his ring does have powers, right? Right, like it has like a certain like limit on power. One of the things that is really interesting about the um about how the Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight Returns universe treated him, uh, which is one of the cool things about that universe, is they treated him as a disaffected person who lost like his sense of morality once he became, you know, uh, once he be once he really sort of bonded with the Ring, right? That's what they turned Hal Hal into. Oh, and okay. One of the reasons I like that is because that's yeah. essentially that's the endpoint of Nietzschean philosophy too. When you talk about the a triumph of the will, I mean, not to use the Lonnie Riefenstahl movie title, right? Which is a, certainly a Nazi propaganda. But when you talk about is that what Nietzsche says is that um, basically when you become uh, powerful enough, you move beyond morality, which is what uh, ended up happening to Hal. So he left. That's why he left the Earth because of that. Okay. So well, there's so there's like there's a story there. It's a good story. Yeah, I mean that's that's a I will they go that route? Um, kind of hard to say if they're trying to do this whole universe thing, but that's a great story in itself if you just want to leave it as a standalone. Yeah, I mean, so, it's the same thing that happened to Dr. Manhattan, right? And yeah, Watchmen, yeah, yeah, is that he yeah. lost his humanity because he became, he moved beyond morality. Right. Because he was too, he was, good and evil didn't have any sort of, like, context for him because there was only is, I guess, right. or isn't. Uh, so that's an interesting, an interesting story. But man, that, that Green Lantern movie, like, Really disappointing. <laughs> really yeah, disappointing I mean, it, movie. It, it really dropped the ball because that was supposed to be the start of the whole DC universe type thing. Right. But you it, had Sinestro it, it in there. Was a good guy that whole movie, right? Was Sinestro he? wasn't even in there, was yeah, he? Yeah, he was because he was training. He was one of the guys. He was one of the. Oh winners. yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't turn into yellow Sinestro until the end right. of the movie. Okay, right. all right, right. And so, then yeah. they had that guy with the the weird head, right? Yeah. Big head man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, My well, head they, is big. They they tried. One thing I didn't really understand about um the whole Green Lantern thing was I thought they uh, I thought the um the what is it the the old men of Oa or whatever mm-hmm. that they assigned they say they assigned Green Lanterns to certain sectors right right and Hal was like I guess one of he was the first Green Lantern for like the Earth sector right 
Well, he was the first Earthling, I think. And the way, I guess, in that origin story, which is the second Green Lantern, by the way, there is a Golden Age Green Lantern that's way stupider than the Silver Age Green Lantern. Right. I mean, way stupider. Uh, but the uh, the way Hal, um, <laughs> the way Hal actually uh, became Green Lantern is that the old Green Lantern, whatever his name, Sir, whatever his name uh, was, Abin, Abin Sir, Abin Sir, was mortally wounded on his way somewhere. He was like track, trying to track someone down, and so he told the ring to find someone worthy, and it found him. Ah, okay, yeah. all right. So how does how does multiple Green Lanterns get uh, assigned to the same sectors? You had like John Stewart come in, and you had like Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner, and these are all Earth Green Lanterns. So I thought I thought um, you only needed like one. I thought only one was assigned to a sector. Well, but these guys like aren't all Green Lanterns at the same time. I mean, you, it's like a uh, it's like a job. It's like president, right? I mean, there's been more than one president. Like you, okay, you, can, that, you can comprehend that how, how that works, right? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't. I mean, I'm I'm not super super, you know, in the Green Lantern like that. Uh, but I just remember it being a a few of them right. in the in the you know on Earth, you know, all right. running at the same time in some in some point. Well, John Stewart's the one that was uh, in the Justice League cartoons. Yeah. Right. So he was the one that was in that, and uh, then there was Hal, and then there was the guy that was in the, <laughs> the guy that was in like uh, the the Golden Age who could get beat with uh, wood. <laughs> His weakness was anything made of wood, like a bat, <laughs> like living in it. Like, could you imagine that? It's like, oh no, not a bat! I wish it was a gun, you know. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Well, then, yeah, you had um Guy Gardner. He was part of the Justice League. One of the funnier elements. Though. He's the one that was like brash and like was always yeah. running his mouth to yeah. batman and batman right. was like take off your ring and say that <laughs> and then he did and batman just decked him like one punch and batman yeah. was like don't do it again and booster gold and blue bee used to always make fun of him. <laughs> batman just beat him up yeah that was that was a classic justice league take off but, your um... ring and say that to me <laughs> okay bang <laughs> Of course, it had to be Christian Bell Batman. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because it has to be a Batman that has a, it's ill-tempered, you know? Uh, you can't oh be a happy man. Batman. Like, you know, like a Michael Keaton Batman seems to have a grip on reality. Right? <laughs> that yeah. guy seems to be all right, I mean, in general. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale Batman just lost it, you know? Yeah, he's he's an angry Batman. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's Green Lantern. Green right? Lantern. Um, I did want to briefly touch on the um, legendary George Lucas, even though we talked about him, you know, uh, in a couple of these podcasts, you know, uh, you know, with these past six letters. He is the letter G, you know, and he did create Star Wars, uh, yep. one of the one of the best mythological. Um, what do you want to call it? Uh, franchises out there, you yes. know, and. He has been getting a bad rap, you know, very recently as far as his his stance, you know, against Star Wars. He came out and said, um, at first he said he wasn't a he wasn't a privy on the new Star Wars, of Force Awakens. He really didn't, you know, like the the way the direction went. They didn't really take his character, well, not characters. They didn't take his stories and do what he wanted them to do with that movie. They just went in their own direction. They called Disney a. What did he call Disney? 
He said they were slave drivers, right? Yeah, slaves, some, some to that effect. Like he and said then, they, had, they were white slavers or something ridiculous. Yeah, white. That's because what Because they said. paid him $4.5 billion <laughs> to do whatever they want with this thing. And he said, okay, I'll take your $4.5 billion and wants to whine about what they're doing with his creation. Oh, because yeah. it's because they he was like here's my story ideas for episode seven eight and nine and they were like yeah these are bad and he's like well I, that's what I came up with <laughs> you guys aren't going to use he feels some type of way about it yeah even still you know he was he like had, what do you mean you're not going to use my stories this is what happened <laughs> I'm sorry that's my George Lucas whining that voice is huh? George Lucas impression what are you uh, doing guys. Now, he came after, you know, he got the backlash in social media and everything. And in the press, he did come out and um, apologize and say, well, that's not what I meant. It's kind of hard not to not mean, you know, white or call a, you know, <laughs> a company like Disney, like white slavers. And stuff. <laughs> and we're talking about Disney, you know. <laughs> and don't even get me started about what they're doing to those mice. <laughs> We've had that mouse for 90 years doing stuff for them. Oh man, the home of Mickey Mouse, white, <laughs> white slaver. Oh, man. right. Come on, George, <laughs> get it, get it, get it together. You did <laughs> one good movie, and <laughs> we we paid you four and a half billion dollars, and we're gonna do whatever we want with Star Wars, huh? That's my name. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna pitch you a movie. <laughs> Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Mouse versus George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him ruining this movie by running his mouth. <laughs> uh, We're gonna cut ESPN loose. Losing <laughs> money over there, huh? Yeah, Disney like rules the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the most part, they got Marvel, Disney. I mean, they got Marvel, ESPN, and I mean ABC. Mm-hmm. And George, you know, you just got all this money off them, and he wants to continue <laughs> to whine about, you know, I, they someone took my toys, and they're playing with this with my toys, and oh, come on, George, let <laughs> they it go. Gave you four and a half you, billion dollars for those toys. Exactly. They paid you for the toys. Oh man. And you were not doing anything productive with those toys. He wasn't doing clear. anything productive at all. You know. I'm gonna point this out to you. All right. <laughs> He directed American Graffiti and like THX 1139 or whatever that, right? He did, or 1138. He directed right. those two movies. Then he did Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then, do you know what the next movie he directed is after Star Wars? Uh... Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars Episode One. Yeah. So yeah. he didn't direct anything for 30 years and the craft moved past him. I mean, he created Indiana Jones with uh, Spielberg, right? Mm-hmm. So he created Indiana Jones. Um, didn't direct it. Created didn't, it. Didn't direct it. Mm-hmm. Uh, created it. He also was a, an executive producer on Red Tails, which is a movie about the Tuskegee Airmen. Wrote and, it, didn't yeah. direct it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also, like, he wrote it. And it was a, and they did some of the direction. And he also had that strange magic movie that I, I would not see because I knew George Lucas was trying to be funny, and I know what his sense of humor is. I know what it is. <laughs> and he's not very funny. He is not funny. <laughs> he isn't funny. <laughs> so I did not see that movie. So his his rust as far as direction, you know, you know, in a span of we're not having done anything in like thirty years. I mean, he was severely rusty. Well, they say the other thing was his ex wife was his editor, and they were married until like nineteen eighty three, and they got divorced. And obviously, she wasn't working with him anymore. Right. And so, like, nobody could challenge. Like, she would challenge him. She when something was bad. She'd be like, "That's bad. We're not doing that." <laughs> but uh, but like nobody was like. Like you, no one could challenge him because he owned everything, right? Yeah, I mean, so like it wasn't like he didn't. He had basic distribution deals with Fox since Empire, so he made like all the money on Empire. Yep, and he became corrupt and powerful. 
Then he ran everything. Mm-hmm. So he, you know he, he was the emperor. Yes, yes, he was the emperor. Actually, it's a very good analogy. He was the emperor. Oh, yeah, George. Man. I think that maybe you know that we should uh, not have such terrible wooden dialogue or actors in episode two. Oh, is that what you think? I mean, essentially, who could who could really tell? I mean, you got your toys. You 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 were smart enough to make a deal with Fox, and they was dumb enough to take that deal. <laughs> I just don't think that they had much of a choice because he basically said he said when they did the negotiations, I own the rights for the sequels, and they're like, yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> Like fine, whatever. Well, well, remember at the time. Well, I mean, me and you probably wasn't born at the time, but uh, well, actually, when the movie was being made, he was they Fox didn't really uh, believe in that type of movie. You right. know, they didn't really think it was going to do good. In fact, they were so that was before blockbusters were even blockbusters. You really right. didn't have blockbusters in the shows. You had like you know independent movies and you mm-hmm. know. Mo- you know, one-offs doing this, one-offs doing that. There was never never really any summer blockbusters back in, like, the, the mid to late 70s. Well, it was Jaws. There was Jaws the year before, and Spielberg and Lucas were friends, and that's pretty much how he got Star Wars financed. But... It's because he said, it's going to be a spectacle like that, and they're like, all right. But Star Wars was being made during when Jaws came out, and right. Jaws wasn't necessarily a blockbuster at that time. You know, so while True. the movie Star Wars is being made, mm-hmm. um, Fox, you know, dropped the ball on the deal and let Lucas get all right. <laughs> well, did you know that he actually, um, he actually made a deal with uh, with uh, Spielberg because he thought Close Encounters of the Third Time was going to make a lot more money, so they each swapped like one point okay. on each one, and so Spielberg has made like millions of dollars off of Star Wars because of that. Oh wow! Like, millions really? of dollars. Really? Oh yeah. That. Oh wow. So he he basically. So he's was, getting bank off Star Wars Spielberg. Oh, absolutely! Not that he needs it. I mean, Steven Spielberg. Oh, that is awesome, Spielberg. That prince money, right? <laughs> it's not like you know George really cares about that though, you know. But still, that's 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 that's, that's, just, that's just being smart, you know, at the time. But you know, it begs to to and and the guy George he wants to so called do all these creative things now that now he doesn't have possession of Star Wars. George, what are you really going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, what are these ideas and everything that in movies that you, you know, the stuff that you want to make when you really don't have a habit of directing a whole lot? It took you 30, 30 years to make the um <laughs> the prequel to Star Wars. Right. And you really don't have a lot of a lot of chops in directing anything else besides Star Wars. You know, you know, you know I'm just going to say this. You've got some the one thing you know for sure about the prequels, right? If you just watched mm-hmm. the original movies, is uh, one Anakin's Luke's father. Anakin's Luke's father. Spoiler alert for everybody who's dumb and has, has I mean, there's no way you're listening to this and have not seen that movie. Uh, so Anakin <laughs> is Luke's father, and uh, there was a, the Clone Wars, right? That right. happened, and the Jedi were around, right? right? Those are the three main things that you know. And basically, he was like, Clone Wars. Let's not even show that in the movie, really. We'll just show, we'll not, let's not make a whole movie about that. We'll just make it, you know what, why don't we start out when Anakin Skywalker is like 10 freaking years old. Let's oh. just do that for no reason whatsoever. At all. At all. Because I've got kids that are about that age. And right. that's who I'm making this movie for. Not and, people that actually like care about story or anything. Oh, man. Uh, and then let's just go on for nine hours, you know, until right. you know we, we see Darth Vader, which is really only ten minutes long. Right. <laughs> well, this guy is like, you know, and then he casts Hayden Christensen. Like, he crashed. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't understand. He's a very flawed <laughs> creator. Very, very flawed. 
Very fun. I think J.J. Andrews did a much demonstrably better job. He um, did. Just demonstrably. And, and and if you really think about it, it's it's kind of hard to badmouth George when he did create Star Wars. I and mean, all this all this really came from his head, his mind, and everything. He just it's like the idea it's 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 like the idea was great. It's the execution of the idea after it was implemented <laughs> that can that can be in question if you want to say that. You know, I'm just gonna say this. You can say that, but it's not like the guy's humble. This one kid is like five years old. They're they're at E whatever E celebration for episode two. And he's doing a George is doing a question and answer, and this kid goes, "Just thank you." And they put it up on the Star Wars site. It was all over the place, and I was like, "Ah, ruined it." Come on, you don't. Ah, <laughs> he's very flawed. <laughs> very flawed. George. All right, we got anything else in G? Uh, GI Joe. GI Joe, a real American hero. Yes. Um, I was very into GI Joe and the Transformers. <laughs> mm-hmm. G.I. Joe is awesome. The uh, you know the cartoon really cool. Have you seen the uh, parody cartoons they made? No, I didn't. Oh, you gotta check those out. The they're hilarious. Cartoons? Yeah, they're on. They're, fen- they're called Fensler films. And oh, this wow. guy like does the the more you know, <laughs> but like uh, remixes it. If anyone's no. not seen it, you should definitely check it out. Thirty okay. seconds a piece. Very hilarious. You ever seen that um one G.I. Joe that hardcore G.I. Joe animated movie? It was like about they 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 had them on like YouTube for it was like about five or six years ago, mm-hmm. and they had like um it was written like by Warren Ellis and they had like a bunch of Joes dying and huh yeah yeah it was it was re- and the animation was really decent too I, I need to check you know? that out that sounds actually awesome yeah that was it was like a one off I'll send you a link after that. Um, or maybe I'll post the the um after the or or after the podcast I'll post the um post a link up on nerds oh and I, and I can post links to those goofy videos i like about the gi joe too yeah I keep forgetting buddy. we have that we have a website we can do that on that's awesome he, that's because he oh. he forgets we got a website because it's not up in front like <laughs> but yeah it was a um it was a really decent cartoon it was about like an hour hour and a half long i want to say but um the Joes were like really hardcore. They showed blood and everything, and it it got really decent, you know. Uh, on the cartoon you're talking nice. about, right? Because not on the cartoon I remember. Because I remember they never hit anybody ever with, no, with their no, lasers. Never was, ever once did they hit a person. Nope. Yeah, this is what actually they, they was actually hitting. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did that uh, GI Joe movie, and then they made a second one, and basically they were like. They like had they killed Channing Tatum like right away. They had to reshoot the whole thing because Channing Tatum blew up like while they were making it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone was like, "What's going on? Where's Magic Mike?" I'm surprised they really they actually um because I saw the second movie and mm. they still ended up killing them, but they <laughs> just had them in a few more scenes. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, why not just keep him alive? You know, he right. uh, um he's probably signed for like three of the three of the pictures. Right. You know, that's how they usually do those deals with those people. He's probably just like, I will not make this movie. <laughs> I will never make the third <laughs> just movie. Flat out refuse. I will not I do know. it in any way. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe. And Galactus. Galactus yeah. of the stupid hat. Yeah, Galactus. Um of the Fantastic Four. I Galactus. I cannot take seriously anybody who wears a hat like Galactus's hat. I didn't, the, th- I didn't think it was that bad, but I mean, if you really think about it, he does look ridiculous. He's stupid. I mean, I'm the all-powerful being that will consume the universe, and I and I have chosen to wear this hat. 
Why do I look like this? Jack Kirby made it. Let me tell you a secret about Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby loved to have just things flying out of people's heads. That was his oh, thing. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. If Angles coming out of heads. Let me tell you a secret. I, I consume planets to live, and I want to wear this hat. <laughs> Nobody could possibly make me wear this hat. Big Galactus. He had, yeah. a, he had a few heroes, too. The Silver Surfer was one of them. Yes. <laughs> you will all be consumed by Galactus now. Bye. Is, is, Bye. is that how you sound it? Bye. <laughs> you fly away and the Galactus would show up. You're like, I'll worship my hat as I consume your essence. Okay, so is that what he basically did? He just sent his herald to come let him know that they were that he was coming and, you know, for yep. what? So what was sure. so what were the people supposed to do or the beings on the planet supposed to do? Just clear out the planet? So I mean, what could they do? I don't think no no no, because he had to consume the life force of living things. So he had to go to planets with life. Okay. So they were just like screwed, I guess. <laughs> Galactus shows up and you're in trouble. Wait, so okay, so did the heroes like Silver Surfer go find his food? So is that what he what they did? <laughs> they go find <laughs> the plants for him to eat. <laughs> go find me food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he shows up on Earth and befriends a Fantastic Four and becomes a good guy. How, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Galactus is going to eat you. Who's Galactus? <laughs> and why is he going to eat us? He's not just going to eat. Well, what, could, could could he maybe not eat all of us? No, that's not how Galactus does this. And think about it too. Okay, he was a Fantastic Four enemy. Right. How does how does how does how do you even defeat? Galactus, he's he's larger than a planet, right? You know, I guess. Um, I mean, he's a, he's an entity that pre-exists the universe. Did you know that? He's from the pre-Big Bang universe, and he merged with the consciousness of that. Of yeah, that universe. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, he and, is literally bigger than the universe. Okay, so you got a stretchy guy, a mm -hmm. lady that gives that goes invisible, uh, um, a guy that gets set on fire, and then a stone person. <laughs> all going against the guy and then eventually defeating him. You know, right. the, <laughs> Reed figures out a way to do that. How is yeah. that possible? I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't come up with it, man. I don't know why. Hey, you know, I, I guess it's something we can ask Stan, you know. When we have him on, so guess what, guys? We're going to have a big guest. <laughs> it's going to be someone pretending to be Stanley. <laughs> yeah, we can have you do. I'm just gonna pretend to do. I'm just gonna read the. Uh, I'm just gonna read the opening to that X Men cartoon they made the one episode of where Wolverine was like Australian. Yeah. You remember that one? Pride of the X Men and Kitty Pride shows up and yep. Wolverine's like, "All right, mate, I'm gonna cut you." And you're like, "Come on, that's not." He's Canadian at best. <laughs> he's not Australian. He's they, not they, that cool. They they were already confused on. Well, if originally Wolverine was supposed to be Canadian, he was originally a character created as a Canadian. He is Canadian. Was, uh, That's not. A, I'm, no, no, no. Is. I'm talking about. Um, he had Australian accent. Yeah. Uh, I meant to say, but um, they always dubbed him as a you know Canadian. The knucklehead. That's what they call yeah, him. They, and the, they, the the messed up thing is that they went and got an Australian to play him in the real movies, which messed with my head. Yeah. <laughs> with the English accent. I mean, with American accent. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. I guess I'll use these claws on Magneto. I don't know if you remember, like, Spider-Man and Amazing Friends, when the X-Men appeared on, like, you know, a couple of the episodes. Mm. You know, he had his um, um Australian accent on those. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, he was speaking full Australian, you know, with with the accent. Crikey, those... crikey! Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna skewer me a spider, crikey! <laughs> That's not what they sound like in Canada. Get him! Hey. All right, we throwing anything out this week? Uh, yes, because George Washington's birthday was recently. Was we recording okay. this in February? All right. the G's, so we can throw out King George the Third. All right, we did it. We did it before <laughs> in seventeen eighty eighty four. Right, kick yep. him out. We're gonna kick him out again. The boot. You stay out of here, no matter how you're characterized in popular musical theater. <laughs> no, don't do musical on that, right? I do think it's funny because he's in he's in Hamilton. For that's what yeah. I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it's hilarious that. Uh, he's like the usually the only white guy in the cast is George is George the third. I I, th- I think that's really really funny. I do think it's funny. You, it's a lot of other like you know like, like black guys or uh, right, like right, it's a lot right. of people of color and like uh you know Latin people I guess. And uh, and then one white dude who's prancing around is George the third. Dude, I cannot wait till that actually comes to town. Uh, I, I will probably going to be expanding that probably in the next couple years, but I I, I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see how they do it. I have some really good songs in that, um, in that, in that, um, Broadway musical too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about it until the dude won the MacArthur Grant. He won a MacArthur Grant. And, oh, really? Yeah, and so I didn't know anything about it because you know I'm a, as I've, I've said before on this show, I'm a history nerd and I'm into all that, mm-hmm. you know, that crazy stuff and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so I didn't really know anything about it. And I was like, oh, this seems really really cool. And, and you know, right. it seems it seems like it'd be a, it would be a good show to see for sure. Yeah, I, I look forward I, I was, to it. Too. I, I think about you every time I listen to the soundtrack. I'm like, this is right up Scott's alley. <laughs> this is right up his alley. You know, <laughs> all the comedy and everything in there too. It, yeah. This is right up your alley. So absolutely. When it comes into Pittsburgh, I yeah, guess we will be there. Absolutely. You know, and I can tell you more about George the Third, uh, but since we're kicking him out anyway, but he did go crazy. <laughs> his son had to rule in his stead for like 15 years because he basically. Like uh-huh. went went insane, like stopped like being able to govern. Oh wow! Know? Yeah, so uh, ignoble end to the Hanoverian, you know. So he went insane. Oh yes, you never heard about the madness of King George? He got porphyria, I think, which is like a kidney no. disorder. Oh okay. okay. And he went nuts because you know okay. they couldn't treat stuff like that, and right this, the beginning of the 18th century. So England is in this like life or death struggle with France for like 20 years. Okay. And they've got a king who's like you know. Crazy, he's an insane, insane person, and it really got bad. Uh-huh. But his son, his son was ended up the Prince of Wales ended up being the Prince Regent for like the last fifteen years of his life. But then he wouldn't die. Okay, like he wouldn't die. Like uh, that, all England needed for him to do was die at this point. He just wouldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. And also, he caused America to quit the uh, British Empire because he couldn't just let us be on the taxes. <laughs> he couldn't just let us be. Yeah, we were like, yo. We're a bunch of uh, fat cat farmers, and we have lots of money and land and products and stuff you could buy from us. How about you tax us less? And he was like, man, no. <laughs> no, I think I'll tax you as I wish. And they Is were that like, how you said it? Yeah, and they were like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got to do a really good episode with you um, and some characters and stuff. Maybe as a side podcast. We've, all, we've been talking about Scott Pitch's Sam movie for some time. Yeah, yeah, I'm we got to get to about. it. Scott Pitch's Sam a movie. 
Stay tuned, people. <laughs> All right. So that was the G's. Yes. And Scott, give them the details for, you know, our Nerd Cyclopedia. Oh, yeah. So you can catch us on uh, the Twitter, at Nerd Cyclopedia, spelled the way it sounds, and our website, www.nerdcyclopedia.com. All right. And we're going to have Crazy Man just lead us out of here. All right, Crazy Man. We've uh, been abusing you, but I am going to throw you a nickel this week, just so you know. He loves those nickels. He's always yeah. about the nickels. I don't know why. He's like, I was like, do you, I give you ten bucks. He was like, he's like, I want it all in nickels. <laughs> I just want, <laughs> yeah. I want two hundred nickels. And I was like, fair enough, man. He said I think these he's, things add up. I think he's using them. I think he's putting them in socks to, for self defense. I think that's what Crazy Man's doing with all the nickels. Hey, he does something with them. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know what he's doing. With nickels. <laughs> all right, so we'll see you guys on H. Yep, be back for that. Look forward to uh, hearing all about. Uh, I don't know. It starts at age. Well, we'll we got some we'll time to figure that out, right? <laughs> all right. We already we'll wasted. Say- we already wasted talking about Hamilton. By the way, I just want to point that out. <laughs> I know, right? You know, you got to actually. Br- hey, Scott, listen to that soundtrack, and we'll uh, talk a little bit about Hamilton next week. All right, we'll do. Right? We'll do that. That sounds like a. I'll play it, and I'll also talk about the real Alexander Hamilton, who was. Yeah, buddy. Who we was a preference. Not big on the commoners. <laughs> not big on them. <laughs> Did not care for the common people. Sounds like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.